BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Yokohama tires. Go to TireRack.com sports. That's TireRack.com sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. That's TireRack.com, TireRack.com, TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof. You can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Thanks for listening to the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Listening to Fox Sports Radio. Hello and welcome inside. Final hour tonight of the Jason Smith Show with my best friend Mike Harmon. Uncle Ricky, Uncle Ricky, you tell me a bedtime story. We're live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Well, we will have more on Jim Harbaugh coming up in a couple of minutes, but this is always kind of my favorite parts of shows is where something happens late during a show and it gains a lot of momentum and it's, oh my goodness, did you hear about this, right? It's one of those things where, you know, here it's 10 o'clock here on the, on the, East, on the West Coast and it's, it's one on the East Coast. People are, what the hell happened last night with Luka Doncic? And well, we've crossed our T's and dotted our I's and now we can bring you this controversy that happened with Luka during the Mavericks game tonight against the Suns. And I've I, I've never seen anything like this, but 
you know what? You can just decide. Phoenix beats the Mavericks tonight, 132 to 109, right? Big night from Devin Booker. He's got 46. Meanwhile, Luka with 34, 9 and 8. Not enough. Mavericks, who were one of the best teams in the West for a while, now sitting just a couple of games over 500, 24 and 20, while the Suns are starting to make a little bit of a move here in the Western Conference. Their guys are all healthy. They're playing really well. KD uh, was 12 and 10 tonight. Again, this is why they got Bradley Beal, so he wouldn't have to carry the team, and Booker and Beal could do it on, on a couple of nights, and the Suns are starting to figure things out, so it's good news for them. But this is all about Luka Doncic. In the middle of the game tonight, Luka got mad at a Suns fan that was going back and forth and yelling at him the whole game. And Luka Doncic asked security to eject the fan. Now, there's no audio of him, yeah, but there is documentation of, of what it is. ESPN's Tim McMahon uh, tweeting this out earlier tonight. And the fan yelled out at Luka Doncic, Luka, you're tired. Get your ass on the treadmill. <laughs> That's what the fan said that, wa- that made Luka Doncic want to eject him. Now, obviously, no lies detected there, though. No, no, lie, no lies. But obviously, that's a sensitive thing, and some people are more sensitive about their weight than others. It happens. I mean, not that I'm the greatest guy in the world, but, you know, Frostburg likes to take shots of my weight once in a while, and I don't no, care. I don't really pay no, attention. no, only when you eat Monster Max. Mm, Monster Max. More okay. than every once in a while. Okay. <laughs> uh, but... <laughs> So Luca gets a little upset about it. Luca, you're tired. Get your ass on the treadmill. And he asks a fan. And he asked security to eject that fan. The video now, this, of that's pretty good. The yeah. turn back sees him again and yeah. just points. Yeah, and then the gestures to the referee. But come on, Jason, just don't like you have that. to laugh that off? Of course you do. Of course you do. But it's you know Luca's conditioning has always been a sort. It's the one thing you can say. Oh, he's a little doughy. He's a little soft. He's not. He's not as 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 chiseled as he could be. He looks too much like Pete Alonzo. All right, that's just me saying that. But uh, Luke, you know, you can say that's a little bit of a, of, a, of a testy thing. Well, after the game was over and Luca was at the press conference, Tim McMahon, the ESPN reporter who put this story out there and tweeted out today, Luca wanted this fan ejected because he said, Luca, you're tired. Get your ass on the treadmill. Here's a back and forth with McMahon and Luca following the game. The only thing he said, uh, but I knew you would be the first one to, to okay. point out what something. What else did you say? Cause I'm not going to say what he said, but I knew you would be, be the first one to put out something like that. So I just saw it, man. It's just funny. He always seemed to be the first one to put some bad stuff about me. Luca, first of all, 99% of the stuff I've written about you has been good. Uh, Second of all, the guy was sitting two rows behind us. All right, so it was the only thing he was, that time he said something, the only thing? That was what you reacted to. Yeah, I was hearing the whole first half, right? What oh, you, you didn't hear anything? Well, no, he was, he was definitely hollering all game. Well, you reacted to You put out something that was just the only thing. But. Well, what, what was the final straw? What, what, what was the what final was the issue? What was the thing that It's not the issue. I'm just saying you seem to be the first one to always put something bad about me. Look, well, I think several of us actually tweeted that. Yeah, it's, so. it's all over. That's Why did you ask for the fan to be ejected? Did because he was cursing me the whole first half, too. Why don't you ask for Loki ejected in the first half then? Because I never would eject a fan. They paid for tickets, but I had enough, you know. It's a little bit of frustration. You turned your head and looked over at him after he said that. That's, I mean, that's what we saw. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> be the, guy, the bad guy in the media, right? Do you yeah. feel like you're unfairly portrayed in the media? No. 
physically, how are you after the, the Mikey tweet? The, okay, a couple of big things coming off that. Okay, yes, we'll get to the Luca needs to be a little bit of the bigger guy here. You know, he needs to be a little bit bigger guy and not worry when someone says something like Luca get on the treadmill. I get that you're upset, but look at this relationship that exists between Luka Doncic and the Dallas press. When do you ever see a media, and it was kind of not a media horde, but it wasn't just ESPN's Tim McMahon, who Lucas said, you heard him say plenty of times, you're always the first person to write something bad about me. You're the first person to write something bad about me. And all of the, all of the other reporters who chimed in to get in on this, wait, Luca, the guy was to wait, 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 wait. You don't usually get that kind of, hey, reporters are standing up and, and, and standing toe-to-toe as basketball equals with a star player of a franchise very often. You usually get the, uh, Luca, can you, uh, can you tell us what happened with that fan in the, uh, in the second quarter? Th- thanks a lot. Well, I had enough. Um, uh, what, did he, what did he say? Does it matter what he said? No, no, no. And then someone jumps in with, Luca, the defense they ran on you in the third quarter was, uh, looked like it slowed you down for a little bit. What was that? But the, you see this back and forth that Luca has with the Mavericks press corps, the people that cover the Mavericks. Already you can tell how different that is from every other NBA superstar that has with reporters and people covering the team. And, and that's a big telling thing about Luca, his standing, uh, his, his respect around the league, because I, I've never seen reporters stand up like this to somebody in, in time. This is just, hey, Luca was getting yelled at, and, and he wanted a guy thrown out of the game, and it became really combative. Now, Luca didn't do his part to back down at all, but you never see that, okay, you want to come at me and say stuff, we're going to fire equally at you, and now three or four other guys are going to jump in while I'm jumping in. You never see that. Mike. Well, what is interesting, though, in talking with with Justin, he brings up the the great point of remember Jason Kidd uh, back in November was like, how about you guys write something positive every once in a while, you know, for what's going right and what we're doing here. And Luca does. I mean, look, he still puts up numbers. And if you're going to contend that, you know, a late game lapse is completely on him, you're kidding yourself. Right. Yes. Could he be better conditioned? Sure. Shaq's an all timer. And what do we do? Ah, you know what? If he'd only hit his free throws, like, nah, appreciate him for what he is and where he's at and, and what, what's going on. And in this case, I, I wasn't there. Obviously, we don't have the, the video link up for whatever the guy was yelling at him in the first half. Is it like Fickers all those years ago where he was reading from a book loudly and screaming? Or was he cursing at the guy? I don't know. Whatever the case is, McMahon seems to be in the middle of it. And it's only appropriate after we talked about WrestleMania and we talked about Hulk Hogan's 40th anniversary of the win over the Iron Sheik to become the champion. And just McMahon in general. I wish Luca would have had the ability to do that. Look, McMahon, I'm tired of your crap. And gone full Jesse the Body Ventura. But yes, it is a different, different uh, thing. There doesn't seem to be the level of deference that we get with, uh, you know, KD goes back and forth with guys, but usually their their tone is one of, well, I kind of have to ask this question. It's regrettably, I'm the guy that got the short straw, you know, or even with LeBron, right? When they have to, ask, someone has to ask him a hard question. Outside of our guy Dan Wojcicki, I, I think there's a lot of looking around of, all right, which one of you guys is going to do it? This time, I remember Super Bowl, you know, when the deer antler spray stuff with Ray Lewis came up. Everybody's looking around, and a guy taps me on the shoulder going, don't worry, he already hates me. 
So I'll ask it. You know, that that's where we're at with this relationship in Dallas. Like, well, I'll be the bad guy because he already doesn't like me. You know, and this is this is when I think moments like this, right? Uh, is that look at look at here's Luka Doncic and you went back and talked about the Jason kid, write something positive, and here's Luca looked miserable, and a back and forth, a fiery back and forth he has with the media here. How long of a drive is it for until Luka Doncic says, you know what, I've just had it with Dallas, and I want out? Now he's got two more years on his contract before he can opt out, and he's going to be twenty. He's going to be twenty-seven. Uh, he's, like, so he's going to get a huge deal wherever he winds up going. It doesn't matter if he opts out of forty-eight million. He'll get a seventy million dollar deal the next place he goes. But you wonder how long until he just decides. You know what? It's just not fun anymore in Dallas. I'm just. It's just not fun because I play and whatever I do, it's not good enough. And then I go and I talk to the media after, and they always upset me and they put me in a bad mood. And how long? How long of it? It's not that long of a drive, Mike, until Lucas says, "You know, I'm just done," and I and I want out and I'm I'm done here. I'm not winning. Things aren't going great, and and I am I am ready for my next challenge. And and I either want to be traded or I wait till near the end of my contract, and then you're not signing me, and I'm leaving when I'm 27 years old, when I'm still in the in the fat middle of my prime. Well, yeah, I mean, you can go back to, you know, the playoff push towards the end of the regular season last year, and and there's a number of quotes from Mark Cuban going, yeah, he he says he wants to be here, but, you know, we've got to earn him signing on for the long haul. That's both as an organization, but certainly everything else that comes with it. Like with Dallas, you know, the spotlight's not only on, you know, Jerry Jones, right? When you're that big a star and and Luka's become – you know, a an international superstar in, in this league and, and one of the most popular for jersey sales and, and certainly memorabilia across the line. You know, he's one of those guys that cuts through. So to have a, a contentious relationship, which you can have, but it's got to be respectful, right? And, and I'm wondering if he's not kind of decided that he doesn't get the respect here. And look, they got their asses kicked tonight. Is that because he needs to do five more miles on a treadmill? No, it's because their team is not where Phoenix is. You and I can say that and and, and go to that. But when the Q&A after the game is, oh, you got a fan ejected. Who the hell cares? All right, the guy got ejected. Move on. Right? We, we've seen player after player in the last two years. We've had a lot of incidences. Hell, you had that knucklehead that went up and tried to hug LeBron the other night. Right, just walk right up to him. Like the the Bolden fan nature. I mean, we've seen a lot of people ejected. This is nothing new, but to make it and try to fixate on you know that part of it, and, and that seems where Luca feels you know his conditioning is a, a constant source of ribbing while he's putting up numbers and leading him to W's, etc. Like he's one guy. Like the rest of the squad's got to be uh, picked up as well. But I, I agree. Like at any point, he could you know, hit the nuclear button and be done with it. Guys, We're not winning. It's, it's not one thing fun. If the guy was cursing him out. That's that's you can't tolerate that. Right. The guy should be kicked out for that. But for what he said in the second half, Luca's got to He's got to just suck that one up. But that's you the should, question is if, whether that's isolated right to where it's a little bit of ribbing or if he really was riding him. You got to let that pass. You make too much money. Like the fan can come to the game and say that. He can say, get on a treadmill. 
fan is allowed to say that. You, you you can't do what Luca did. No, you that's stuff where you need to be the bigger person and just blow it off because all you do is give people power. When you oh look at that, I got eject. He wanted me ejected, and now what happens? More people go to games, and more people say stuff at at, at players, and it happens. Right? LeBron started this. Other players do getting people ejected. This is where when he says something, just blow it off, man. I get but, that you feel like it's embarrassing because you ran right by, you heard it, everybody in the crowd heard it, everybody's laughing, and you feel like everybody's laughing at you, so you get really mad about it in the moment. No, but you got to pretend you gotta like blow, it, you that doesn't blow even that exist, off. like you yeah. never heard it. Well, that's a problem that also off. that your crowd is so out of it that you can hear that guy so clearly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I've sat core side before. I, you know, I, I had the, the great pleasure actually in Dallas one time. And the only time you could really parse out individual voices is when the crowd is leaving for the exits because you're getting your ass kicked. Yeah, you got to be you got to be better at it. You got to be better. But seriously, he doesn't seem happy. They're not winning. He wants to be respected more. He's got to meet with the media every night that he hates. How long till he says he wants out? Can't be that long. Can't be that long. So just put a pin on that. As this is discussed over the next 24 hours. It's all McMahon's Jason's, fault. Oh, McMahon. Oh, McMahon. McMahon. He hits him over the head with a chair. McMahon. McMahon. Uh, Jason Smith, Mike Harmon, live from the TireRack.com studios. Coming up next, the biggest home run move in sports today. That's next. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, it's Ben, host of The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller. It would mean a lot to have you join us on our weekly auditory journey. You're asking, what in God's name is The Fifth Hour? I'll tell you, it's a spinoff of The Ben Maller Show, a cult hit overnights on FSR. Why should you listen? Picture, if you will, a world where we chat with captains of industry in media, sports, and more every week. Explore some amazing facts about human nature and more. Listen to The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, 
sports, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. What if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job? Not a website, but a person in your community that would help you for free. Choose Express Employment Professionals, and that's exactly what you'll get. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust, and they never charge a fee to help you with your job search. Go to ExpressPros.com to find the office near you, or download the Express Jobs app to get started. With a wide range of opportunities in a variety of industries, from welding to sales, for Forklift operator to customer service, the team at Express is ready to help you or someone you know take the next career step. Whether you're looking for a contract job or a new full-time role, turn to Express Employment. Interviewing with Express can be as easy as a phone call, and one application with Express Employment puts you in the running for numerous opportunities in your community. Don't go in your job search alone. Visit ExpressPros.com, ExpressPros.com today. Your podcast. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Hey, buddy. Live from the TireRack.com studios. That's true. Where the big news today in the NFL, we have another coaching change. Jim Harbaugh has left Michigan to become the Chargers head coach, agreeing to a five-year deal earlier today. And... It's a home run for both sides, right? Harbaugh was the number one most sought-after coach coming out of college this year. The Chargers had the best job because they had the best quarterback. And I don't know why it took so long. Maybe a little nervous, but, you know, Chargers going to charge her. Well, a couple uh, of weeks of interviews. What they bring yeah. in? 15, 16 people? I mean, it's amazing. I mean, you know, I feel like we hear about all the people that are talked to, but then there's no way. When I saw today, hey, the Falcons have talked to 13, the Titans talked to 17, I'm like – what, seriously? They had 17 well, but, interviews? But that's I the mean, question, really? right? Is it like a normal job interview, like, you know, a half hour, 20 minutes, whatever the case may be? Some maybe a little bit longer, depending on the level uh, that you're attaining here and the level of responsibility and, and such. But we've always heard that these NFL head coaching job interviews are, what, six-hour ordeals, right? Big, long Uh, painstaking, let's go through some film, let's go through some staffing ideas, let's talk about players, let's let's go through all of these permutations. So, like, we're talking full days with all of these people? It's a (laughs) lot of jabber-jawing for uh, nothing. All right, we're gaining perspectives. What did they all come, I mean, you're putting up a grid, trying to get the 30 so it's statistically relevant? All right, we got the proper sample slides, let's go. Hey, thanks for coming in. We got about 20 minutes before we get to our next interview. Just uh, tell me a couple of things you think about the team. We're going to do a like speed things. dating. Yeah. Where do you see yourself in five years? Okay. <laughs> I, I can't <laughs> believe it. But, you know, it happened. And Harbaugh goes to the Chargers. And the reason I love the move is this. And why? Right, I'll tell you right away. The Chargers are going to win. They're going to contend for the AFC West title next year. Because the two biggest things that a team needs – if they're going to succeed in the NFL. Every year, the two biggest needs are head coach and quarterback. 
Everything else you can figure out. Everything else, offensive line, figure it out. Defensive line, will figure it out. Running backs, figure it out. Wide receivers will figure it out. When you have the head coach you want, he will figure all of that out. When you have the quarterback you want, he will make everybody better. Those are the two biggest things every single year. And when you look at some of the teams and why they've won, you understand that these guys are kind of married together, right? Belichick and Brady, Mahomes and Andy Reid. For the longest time, Tomlin and Roethlisberger, two Super Bowls, they won one, right? McCarthy and, and Aaron Rodgers, two Super Bowls, they won one. Uh, when you see these guys, they stay together, and that's how they win. That's how they sustain winning. I mean, look at the Jets. I say, hey, Aaron Rodgers. Rodgers, Robert Sala, great. Yeah, so we got problems, right? I mean, when you think about it that way, there's problems, right? Look at the Dolphins, Tua and McDaniel. Uh, okay, wish was a little bit better on both ends. All right, Jared Goff and, and Dan Campbell. Hey, pretty good, but it's still in early days. Can they sustain success? So there's good combos that are potentially going to get better. And you can even throw McDermott and, and Josh Allen out there, even though now people want to get rid of McDermott because of the bad punt fake punt call with DeMar Hamlin, but you know, overall, there's only a couple that I can say are definitively stronger than Jim Harbaugh and and Justin Herbert, and that's John Harbaugh and Lamar Jackson, obviously Reed and Mahomes. There's other good ones out there, but look at the 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 track record of both of these guys, now, kind of a down year for Herbert, but it was a mm-hmm. down year for the Chargers. They had clearly quit on Staley midway through the season. They're playing out the string and look at some of the, the games they played where they didn't even show up for. So there is that. Not to make an excuse, but it's not like this is a regular well, regular season. Well, there's reasons, for, there's excuses, there's yeah. everything. But, you know, just it was a down year, but, I'm, you know, it was a down year for yep. him. And, and, uh, and, and, but, Overall, he's one of the top 10 quarterbacks in the league. Harbaugh's already been to a Super Bowl and an NFC Championship game, which is more than a lot of the guys on this list. So outside of Reed and Mahomes, clearly number one, and then I'll go Harbaugh and Lamar Jackson because the guy's going to have two MVPs and maybe they have a Super Bowl uh, after this week. Uh, I got to put Harbaugh and Justin Herbert right there. The, the, the Chargers are in great, great shape. Yeah, the opportunity is, is certainly there. We've seen him uh, elevate play and and you saw what McCarthy did uh this year everything came together uh in the title run so all all of that for for Jim Harbaugh been there done that I mean look at the division gets that much stronger uh wondering what happens with the quarterback position in Denver obviously and now Antonio Pierce and the staff that he assembles and whatever they end up doing at quarterback I mean it's a great time out here on the west coast to see you know some battles going forward and and to your point yeah the chargers should be able to uh, make some work of the roster curious to see all the assistance and and again like the with the raiders what staffing becomes uh going forward coordinators and and position coaches etc but fortifying the offensive line and style of football right because justin herbert we've we've watched him do some tremendous things uh since he came into the nfl now you add it, maybe a little more balance, right? We love Austin Eckler, but it was basically uh, more so for his 100-plus catches. The run game needs to be better, right? And, and I think everybody associated with the squad the last couple of years, and certainly their fans, wish that the run game was more consistent. Well, under Jim Harbaugh, I mean, that's going to be priority number one, which makes things a lot easier for Justin Herbert uh, moving forward. So, yeah, home run higher. It's the guy everybody wanted, uh, whatever the wrinkles were to get here. I did see someone that took the uh, Chargers logo and then did it as if it was 
uh, a stock graph or a seismograph <laughs> of right about here. We were really feeling low, you know, based on uh, the highs and lows of said logo, if you turn it uh, on its side. So uh, fun, fun stuff here in, in Los Angeles, right? All of the waiting game finally over uh, because I, th- I think a lot of a lot of people were waiting for the other shoe to drop, especially when you come to the dollars that it was, we don't have terms just yet, but you know it's a huge financial package given what was allegedly on the table at Michigan, right? When we were talking twelve five a year. Uh, the fact that Brandon Staley got sent away with money on his contract. We know that the Chargers, along with the Bears and Bengals, that's just something organizationally they don't do. So this is all a massive shift and, and pushing the chips towards the center of the table. So if you're a Chargers fan or if you're someone here, and, and I know we're on AM570 here locally uh, in Los Angeles, if, if, if you haven't you know pledged allegiance to a team right now, <laughs> it's time to sign up, baby. Bolt up. <laughs> well, look, and that's the thing, is that the second part of this, why this is such a home run move, like when you, when you get off the field for a second, you know, you talk about what Harbaugh has done, uh, where what he has achieved, how good Justin Herbert is, is that the best teams always have cultures, right? The best teams always have a culture. It's what gets free agents to come in. It's what gets rookies to come in and, and fit in and, and understand their role on the team. You need to build a culture. And when you hire the next great up-and-coming offensive coordinator or defensive coordinator, they don't always bring a culture. They bring an excellence on one side of the ball. Sometimes it works out. Sometimes it doesn't. You don't build a culture, it's going to flame out fast. Just ask Nick Sirianni, right? Hey, look at this year. Well, look how awesome it is. Yeah, we're in the Super Bowl. Now it's everybody wants Nick Sirianni out. Dude, you got to build a culture. Well, I mean, you lost your assistants and, and your identity walked out the door with them. Well, you didn't really lose your assistants. You've been firing them no, like no, a no, survivor no. of Philadelphia no, no, no. Eagles. Last, coming into this year. <laughs> right? This year, you fired everybody. It's survivor Eagles. Look who's who, who, who got knocked off the island last night. Oh, look at this. What a year. Uh, what a but, difference a year makes, right? But what is what is Harbaugh doing? What has he been known to do? Building culture. The culture he built at Michigan is so incredibly strong. It's another reason why I said last hour, it's not a big deal if Harbaugh leaves because he built the culture. And the assistance that he is empowered, because that's what he does with his assistants. I mean, Connor Stallion's a little too empowered. But what he does empowering them really helps. And it helps you continue that culture. And when you're the Chargers, when you're the second best team in Los Angeles and you're fighting for fans, believe me, you and I both know being fans of the second most popular teams in town no, with it's... the Mets and the White Sox, you need some kind of culture, some kind of reason for people to choose you and 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 be able to build a winning culture and a winning program. And Harbaugh is a guy that will bring that culture into the NFL. He did it with the 49ers. He flamed out a little bit. He went to Michigan, did it. Now he's coming back, having learned some of his lessons after a very successful first stint with the 49ers. He's going to build that culture. There is no team needs a culture more than the Chargers. All right, because every week, for when you have the talent the Chargers have had over the course of the past decade plus, and you keep losing, you know there's no culture there. Right. There's no cult. It's the one reason why I sort of kind of the one thing I look at when I go, well, Robert Sala has built a culture. The players seem to like him. They seem to play hard. They seem to he has, you know, some sort of sense of accountability and everything else is really bad with Robert Sala. But he has tried to build a culture (laughs) and the best coaches try to do that. And that's what Harbaugh is going to do. And the Chargers need that. It's going to be it's going to be a new world from day one with the Chargers. They're going to get more fans. They're going to have more attention on them. They're going to win 
win more games. They're going to be in it more with each other. There's not going to be any quit. It's not going to be walking away. No, you watch how good they get right away, and they compete for the AFC West title because that's the word. Sometimes culture is overused uh, in conversations. We hear about you hear about culture and oh, brand nice. and yeah. all these things. Yeah. But no, but this is one of those cases where it's not because sometimes teams need it, and that's exactly what they need. They need culture, and if they had culture, they would win more. The same thing with the Cowboys. If the Cowboys had culture, they would win more. But they don't have culture. They have guys in trying to coach a team and win games while dealing with the owner. That's why the Cowboys don't. They don't have a culture. If they had a culture, look out, man. They'd, they'd have a Super Bowl every two or three years with the players they could get, bringing in free agency, but they can't. And, and that's where the NFL like. We like the Cowboys don't have a culture. But you watch. This is happening now in Los Angeles with Jim Harbaugh. Now, Smith, I, I'm hearing from our guy, Justin Frostberg, that we do have a quote from Coach Harbaugh. Yeah, we do. Today. You ready for this, Jason? Really? Okay, go ahead. Let's see it. The only job you start at the top is digging a hole. So we know we've got to earn our way. Be better today than yesterday. Be better tomorrow than today. My priorities are faith, family, and football. And we are going to attack each one with enthusiasm unknown to mankind. <laughs> there it is. I, I always love that enthusiasm unknown, unknown to, mankind, to mankind. You know, I but do he, like the, uh, the ditch digging kind of thing, though. That's good. Yeah, you start at the top, you're digging a ditch. This is the only fear I have for Harbaugh, right? This is the only fear I have for Harbaugh. And you're cutting out there. Jay. Home run higher, out. everything else, is that we talked to Rich Orenberger earlier in the show, and he had a great, you know, he had some great inside stuff with us saying that, you know, at the end of his tenure with the 49ers, his message got a little stale because he was very college football, rah-rah heavy, and that worked for a couple of years. But then after year four, it kind of gets stale. Now, Pete Carroll was a guy that found a way to take that rah-rah from college football and sustain it. Right. So he knew exactly how to do it. Preaching competition, everything he did in the NFL. He knew how to do it for a long period of time. So hearing this quote from Harbaugh about attacking it, like this is a great quote for opening day for him, getting to the Chargers, everything else. But at some point, the Chargers are going to go, "Okay, dude, we're professionals. Okay, okay, It's a really fine line between being able to motivate the players to buy in and love each other and get to the point where it's like, coach, you're just exhausting. Well, but you're just exhausting me with this. But this is an extension of the conversation we had about Antonio Pierce uh, in in terms of his ascent to the starting role and the head coach job uh, in the interim part. Right. It was all blank you, McDaniels. New energy, everything in the building. This coming year, now it becomes, all right, build staff and whatever you can continue off of the 2023 campaign and the successes that you had there. How do you carry that momentum and excitement forward? You're going to have roster turnover. You're going to try to keep all your guys, you know, that were you know, pro Pierce, right? And certainly uh, you want that positivity in the locker room, but sometimes dollars and cents uh, don't, don't get, will get in the way. Likewise, when we're talking about the chargers, you got roster turnover in the NFL, I, I think is much different even. And I don't have the stats in front of me. We'll have to run them uh, or try to figure out how to how run to those stats. Mike Carmen, run those. No, no, stats. No, but the idea of like when Harbaugh was last in the NFL, like how often, you know, that continuity, right? Because college, right when they're getting ready to, uh, you know, really tune you out. All right, here's coach again. And he's given us that same speech around Thanksgiving about what we need to do down the stretch. We're done with him. 
but they're about ready to graduate or lose their job and transfer somewhere else, right? In the pros, you've got your contracts and the way things cycle out with guys getting cut, free agency, a little more trades than we had a decade ago. You know, how much the environment of the NFL has changed to where maybe you don't hit that wall as quickly as you did. And let's face it, a lot of it was Trent Baalke uh, and, and a battle upstairs as much as what, whatever was going on in the locker room. And Jason, shame on you, by the way. Why is that? Har- Bringing that negativity into the Harbaugh story. I just did the first bit doing? of negativity. Yeah, you hate her. It's a it's just, you. Hired him. It's it's just it's just one thing. You said one thing to be wary it's of. One That's too the much, one though. thing. That's what, okay. Couldn't wait till tomorrow. See, so you sounded like me. <laughs> hater. Uh, Mr. Negativity. <laughs> exit out of Fresca. Exit swollen hater. Swollen dome. And you told me I needed to get on a treadmill. I never sure. said that. I ne- Stop. Don't make stuff up. Don't make stuff up. Uh, thank you very much, Brian Fenley. Coming up next, hey, we've had a lot of conversation about Jim Harbaugh, the guy who got the job today with the Chargers. What about the head coach we've been talking about who didn't get a job today? Next right here. Hey, Ringo, get the boys some lessons, will you? This is Fox Sports Radio. Or electricity, huh? Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10. 10- Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. What if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job? Not a website, but a person in your community that would help you for free. Choose Express Employment Professionals, and that's exactly what you'll get. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust, and they never charge a fee to help you with your job search. Go to ExpressPros.com to find the office near you, or download the Express Jobs app to get started. With a wide range of opportunities in a variety of industries, from welding to sales, 
forklift operator to customer service, the team at Express is ready to help you or someone you know take the next career step. Whether you're looking for a contract job or a new full-time role, turn to Express Employment. Interviewing with Express can be as easy as a phone call, and one application with Express Employment puts you in the running for numerous opportunities in your community. Don't go in your job search alone. Visit ExpressPros.com, ExpressPros.com today. 7 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. We're live from the TireRack.com studios. We're a lot of tonight. Look, the story of the night, Jim Harbaugh going to the NFL, leaving Michigan, becoming the head coach of the Chargers, right? And we've covered that from every single angle. If you miss any of it, it's up there. The Best Of podcast goes up right after our show is over, about 10 minutes or so from now on iTunes. You can use the iHeartRadio app wherever you listen to podcasts. The Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. Everything you want on Harbaugh to the Chargers, the result for Michigan, the result for college football, you can get it. The Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon, iTunes, wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, Jason, do you think the Spanos come out when they do the press conference yelling, we had a great day? <laughs> You've been waiting all night to say that, haven't you? No, waiting literally just night. popped into my head just now. All night. But well, how about the guy? on TV in front of me now. Oh, because you're watching draft day. Okay. All right. Very nice. Uh, but how about the guy who hasn't gotten a job yet? Bill Belichick. Now, I hate to say I told you so. But no, you don't. Uh, I don't really, especially not about this. Uh, Bill Belichick, I've told you for a long time, I'm not interested because he has lost his fastball. This is not the Bill Belichick from 2015. You are getting a guy who has run the Patriots into the ground the last three years. All of his moves haven't worked. After Tom Brady, none of his quarterback moves worked. None of his personnel moves worked. All of his free agents spent a lot of money. Hasn't worked out. Assistant coaches hasn't worked out. They went from a peripheral playoff team the first year outside of Brady to now here they are three years later and they're picking in the top seven of the draft, right? That's not how it goes. But this is who Bill Belichick is. And it's not surprising because now I I look that the NFL agrees with me. They see a guy who's 71 and it's not about being said, but 71 is a part of it because, okay, the guy is older. But if Belichick was still the same guy, he would have had a job by now. The only team he has talked to is the Falcons. And the that Falcons talked of. to him twice. Well, if Bill, you were talking to Bill, we know that every team is talking to 17 guys, right? Like every team's got seven. The only one Bel- Belichick's talked to, talked to them twice to the Falcons, and still they've talked to 15 guys. You think, you would think if you had a Super Bowl winning head coach who's won eight over the course of his career, two as an assistant, six as a head coach, you would think, we're bringing this guy in. We're not letting him escape the building. But yet Belichick is out there. Oh, but the job for Belichick is a team still in the playoffs. Well, guess what? The Dallas Cowboys lost. They're bringing back Mike McCarthy. Nope, sorry. The Buffalo Bills lost. Guess what? They're going to bring back Sean McDermott. Philadelphia Eagles lost. Guess what? Looks like they're bringing back Nick Sirianni. He's part of the press conference they're going to have as they're turning the page on this year going into next year. So nobody really is interested. And I can't say I blame them because Belichick, the last three years were really, really bad. Anybody coming off this last three years, if your name is not Belichick, you're saying, I got to go back to being a defensive coordinator for a couple of years, hit it big again, have some kind of success, and then maybe I get another bite at the apple in three or four years. But it's Belichick, and still, this is not what's happening for him. If he was really that sought after, he'd have had a job by now. He'd have had a job two days after the regular season ended, but he's just not. Yeah, I think a lot of it just comes down to the second part of the equation. I think we all stipulate that he could still coach. 
right? If, if anything else, we've seen, wow, he can really coach because look at the personnel he's put together. Because that's the problem. The GM and, and grocery picking side of things has been a problem. You know, Gerard Mayo makes uh, is their next head coach. So clearly he did a little something right with the staff. Uh, and people have been falling over themselves to get his assistance for years uh, to varied degrees of success. And that's me being kind in most uh, most of those cases. But I think a lot of it is the our discussions about what the – course of the organization looks like more so than what happens on the sideline jason you know how much control is he looking to have is he trying to bring back some uh semblance of the band of merriman uh but arthur blank or insert owner here there might be owners he just doesn't want to deal with because he didn't like them oh the guy i mean obviously... mike Vrabel's talking to uh carolina now so i think he's getting uh, you know desperation uh and maybe recognizing you know my my thought that you know you can go work for tepper and it's going to be all his fault See, that I think might be a great fit, Vrabel and Carolina. I kind of I kind of like that fit if Vrabel can do dealing with Tepper is tough, but I think that fit works. I like I said, I don't know what fit works for Belichick. He may have to sit out and wait till next year. It's possible. And, and see if, if guy if guys flame out. And then seventy two trying to get a job, good luck. It's really hard, man. Hey, Pete Carroll really said he's got a lot left. I mean <laughs> he, he's still doing jumping jacks and he's doing the high knees at thirty thousand feet, showing everybody I can still coach everybody. I can still I will coach. say this with the announcement of Harbaugh to the Chargers, that's the one guy check in on Pete Carroll. Mm. That was the job he coveted more than anything else. Exit how about a fresca? Exit Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith show with Mike Harmon. Coming up next, my buddy Ben Malley. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Harbaugh yo. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscore team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit Underscore.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. <laughs> like, what did we do? It's so slow. Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you.